said, I have lived in all good conscience. When he was uh, unconverted, he lived up to the best light he had. You know, I wish I could say that. I wish I could say I've lived all my life in all good conscience. I can't say it. Now, Paul may have sinned in some particular. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God, and he was sinning when he led the uh, children of Adam apart of persecution. He sinned all right. But you know, it's a wonderful thing to say I've lived in all good conscience. You know, it's an awful thing, it's an awful thing to have a conscience that's uh, picking on you. But did you know your conscience is regulated by what you believe? Did you know that? A Catholic conscience hurts him if he doesn't go to Mass on Sunday morning. Catholic said, I didn't go to Mass last Sunday. Father, forgive me. See? Well, it doesn't hurt my conscience to we Mass. <laughs> What's the difference? Well, a Catholic believes in an authoritative pope, an authoritative priest, an authoritative church. I don't. I believe in the authoritative Bible. See? Your conscience is regulated by what you believe. Now, for instance, if you believe we ought to keep Saturday instead of Sunday, which I don't, I think it's absurd. But if you believe that, if you believe that, your conscience hurts you for working on Saturday. See? Your conscience is regulated by what you believe. You can't live in all good conscience if you don't have the right kind of creed. You've got to have the truth to live in good conscience. You can become a slave to your conscience. You should know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Now, I am sorry that I ever sinned. But I can't say my conscience hurts me because it's all fixed up with the Lord. I'm sorry I ever did wrong. But my conscience hurt me so much I went to the Lord and got forgiveness. Now, there's things in your life you can't fix. There isn't a person here today that can fix everything that you've ever done is wrong. That's a horrible thing. Did you ever stop to think about it? You made you hurt your mother one time, hurt her feelings. It shouldn't have done it. She didn't live long after that. And you've seen in the dreams I have my mother's face. And when she was dying, I got on my knees by her bed, and, and she ran her hand, fingers through my hand, and told me I'd been a good boy all my life. And uh, I didn't tell her any better. I wanted to die in peace, I thought, but... I, I was mighty happy to have her die thinking I was a better boy than I'd maybe been. Hmm? You know, boys and girls, it's a nice thing in this world to live right. You can blot out God and blot out heaven and blot out hell and let this world be old. And I'd want what I have. I've told you before, some of you, when my mother died, I got down on my knees by her bed and took her hand and tried to find a warm spot to rub against my forehead. She had a great way of doing that. She opened her eyes and looked at me, smiled through the death shadow on her face, began to push her fingers through my hand. She said, son, mother's going home now, and I want you to meet me in heaven someday. And she said the sweetest thing to me ever said. I felt like crying out, oh, God, I, I'm glad she doesn't know. She said, you never have given your mother any trouble. You've been a good boy. That's sweeter to me still than music made by angels on harps of gold. She had some wrinkles in her face. I was an 11th child. I didn't pinch any of them, so she said I was 14 years old. 
Oh, I was like all little children, give them a little trouble, you know, babies and nurse. But uh, I loved her so much. You know, I just couldn't stand to hurt her. I hope you love Jesus like that. He loves you more than any mother ever loved you. Compassionate, tender son of God. Looked out over Jerusalem and said, Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, how often I've gathered thy children together as a chicken gathers a brood under her wings, but you would not. Just think of it. You want to know how mean men are? Let's see what they did with the only absolutely sinless person ever lived. The one who never committed a sin that reached the age of maturity was the Son of God. What did the world do to him? Spit in his face, pulled out his beard, put a crown of thorns down on the brow, mocked him in his agony, drove nails through his hands. That's the beautiful divinity of man, isn't it? I believe in the divinity of man. That makes me sick. When they took the divine Son of God and spat in his holy face, and mingled the spittle of hatred with the blood that was shedding for a lost world. Yeah. You've got a great Savior, boys and girls. And when you go off of this campus here, back home or wherever you're going this summer, I want Jesus Christ to go with you, and I want him to have first place in your life. First place. Not second place. First place. Supreme place. You put him there. And I'm going to ask you this morning before we go, and I'll talk to you a little bit next time, just a little bit. Before we go, I want us to bow our heads and... Now, while our heads are bowed and eyes are closed, I want to know how many in this house today know you've been converted. Wait a minute now. You know you've trusted Jesus as your Savior. You know you came to him a poor sinner and trust him to save you. You know you've been converted. Hold your hand up. Now take your hand down there. Now how many of you put up your hand that time? Now listen closely now. Can say I, as far as I know, there's nothing between Jesus and me today. As far as I know. There's nothing between Jesus and me. I don't know anything. If there's anything, I don't know it. Put your hand back up there. Not quite so many, is all right. Now, how many of you can say, well, I haven't had the victory in my life I wanted. I've been defeated. I haven't had the victory I wanted. And I want victory over my besetting temptations and my besetting sins. And I want the grace to overcome these things. The things that have happened to me and the things that hindered me. And the stumbling stones. Yes, you have stumbling stones. You have a thorn in your flesh. Everybody has one pricking you sometimes. How many of you can say, well, I want victory over my weaknesses and the temptations that I have that I've stumbled over in the past? And I want everybody here to pray for me. Put your hand up. You want it? Yeah, I know you do. God bless you. Put your hand up. If you're saved, I know you do. All right. Now, Heavenly Father, we thank thee that Jesus Christ is able. He's the Son of God. He was, all things the Bible tells us were made by him and for him. He struck a match on the rock of his omnipotence and lighted every sun that shines. Yes, what a, what, what a God. Able to save unto the uttermost. 
The one that when he was here could calm the waves by speaking to them and telling them to go to sleep on the bosom of a lake and they went to sleep like babies sleep in the mother's arms. Jesus, you are wonderful. The one that could touch a leper and leprosy would flee away. The one that could walk up to a, touch a beer on which a dead friend was lying and, and the boy could get up. The one that could go to the tomb after his clothes and say, come on out of there, Lazarus. Lazarus shake the dust off his shroud and walk out. What a savior. And yet we go along and stumble over little stones. With a savior like that. Now we thank thee that he is able to save unto the uttermost all who come to God by him. Now, Lord, if there's one person in this building today that doesn't know he or she saved, help that person to settle for all time and all eternity that question. You said, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, thou shalt be saved. Um, just means we turn our case over to him. We can't save ourselves. You told us we are saved by grace, not by works. We couldn't earn it, but Jesus said, come unto me, all ye ends of the earth, and be ye saved. And so we came to him. He said he'd save us. We did come to him. We're saved by grace. But Lord, some of us haven't been good children like we ought to be. Some of us haven't studied this year like we should have done. Some of us haven't written our mothers like we should have done. We waited for a letter and didn't get there. Oh, Lord, uh, we, we're so human. We have this treasure in earth and vessels. And we thank you that you remember our frame. You know we're dust. Oh, Lord, be terrible if you didn't know us. You know how frail we are. Yeah, you know all about it. But give us a grace to do what we ought to do. Give us a grace not to neglect what we should not neglect. Give us a grace to stand when we should stand. Give us a grace we need. You said it was sufficient, Lord. You're, we're saved by grace. It's sufficient to save us. And it's sufficient to keep us. Oh, Lord, we look out at these boys and girls, and our heart goes out to them. We love them. We think about them. We were young one time in school like this. Used to sit back there and listen to president of school, somebody talking. We wondered sometimes they understood us. We remembered, Lord. But, oh, Lord God, if there's one boy or girl or anybody on this campus, it's not right. Before we get off of this campus, help us to get right and go home right. Now, Lord, you're not only able to save, you're able to succor those who are tempted. You're able to keep us from falling. Pour the Spirit of God and the power of God out upon our lives. And help us right now, while our heads are bowed, to make a covenant with God. I trust you, Jesus. God help me, I dedicate my life anew to you. I want to be what you want me to be. Now the close of school. Lord, if I've made mistakes and wasted some time, I can't help it now. It's all gone. I can't go back and fix it. But Jesus, you can forgive me and, and give me grace to fix what I ought to fix in the future. The past is gone. I can't go back and fix it. But you can forgive me and give me grace. And I haven't sinned uh, tomorrow yet. I may have sinned yesterday, but not tomorrow. And Lord, I'll be in tomorrow pretty soon. And I don't want to blot it either. And help every one of us in this house to keep a spotless record from now until we leave this school for home. It's nearly over. May we not only be forgiven for what we've done that wasn't right and for neglecting our studies, Lord, some of us could have made better records. Forgive us. Somebody sacrificed, sent us. Lord, there's so many things we just go along, take them as commonplace things. 
poured out upon us the spirit and power of God. We thank you for these boys and girls, Lord. We think they're wonderful. Uh, we think they're wonderful. And that's the reason we love them. But you loved them enough to die for them. And you loved me when I was a sinner. Yeah, poor, lost, miserable sinners. You died for us. Thank you for our salvation. Oh, Jesus, I'm so glad that night when our little eight-year-old boy preached about tearing the roof off the house and uh, letting the fellow down to the feet of Jesus. And you told him to get up and go on home. He got up and took up his bed and went on out. And, and that night I got to you. I said, he got to you and I got to you. Now if these years have gone, here I am. I've been trying to win other people to Christ. Forgive me, I haven't been more faithful. Lord, we can't go back and fix the past, but we can fix it tomorrow. We can protect it, at least. We don't have to blot it. We can fix this afternoon. We don't have to soil this afternoon. We don't have to put a blot on the page of the rest of the day. Maybe we've already brought it a little bit. Lord, forgive us if we have. And may these days, these days, that we leave this school at the close in just a few short days, may they be days of victory. May we walk this over across the campus with a prayer in our heart. And may we have willpower by the grace of God and give us moral courage and backbone and manhood and womanhood. Give us a spirit that will make us endure hardships if needs be. We are human. We have the treasure and earth and vessel, but, oh, Lord, you can take an old earth and vessel and put strength in it, and you can give us strength. Now, help us, and everyone knows. I want to dedicate my life to you, Lord. Thank you that you brought me through physically. I felt awfully bad a few weeks ago. You know about it, Jesus. I feel better now, but I know I'm, I'm getting old. But you've been so good to me. I wish I'd have been better to you than I've been. wish I'd have lived right. Wish I hadn't ever seen. I remember how my mother told me she's nine that I never caught any trouble, but she didn't know everything I'd done. But you know everything I've done, Jesus. But you loved us knowing we were sinners, died for us when we were sinners. And you know our frame, remember we're dust. But we love you, we trust you, you saved us. Give us a grace. Lord, let a wonderful, sweet, blessed spirit brood over this campus from now we get through. And may we go out of this place breathing a heavenly atmosphere from now we get through. We can work. We can study. We're not going to be loafing and have the right spirit. So help us do our dead level best. We can't go back and fix some things behind us. But, Lord, we haven't stayed in the afternoon yet. So help us write a clean record every day, in every way, till this school closes. And forgive what we've done that wasn't right up to now. For Jesus' sake, amen.